0: There they go, dude. There they go. Hey, uh, welcome to Chaos Theory as we've already been chaotic for the last 10 minutes here on Texas Sports Unfiltered. It is WAGS and Double R. You can find me on Twitter at NotTheFakeWAGS. You can find Rodney at TheRodneyR. And then on the gram at the underscore Rodney R. I'm at TheWagnerWire. And on all other social platforms, I'm on TheWagnerWire as well. Hit us up on that um, I was getting ready to say it again. Hit us up on that code of text line, 512-222-9328, and make sure you're smashing that subscribe button as usual, guys. Tell five friends, like hard likes to say, and then also make sure you're uh, continuing to conversate with us, man. We usually highlight your conversations, get the headlines up there, man. That's usually the way that we converse with you. So let's get up and Adam Rodney Rodriguez. Uh, what you got this morning, man? Anything Good man how you doing buddy wags uh
1: always great to be on with you my man it is a highlight of my day man i'm just uh diving I didn't in right know you here living in piss yeah, man. I, seriously, it, we are not making that up, man. It was like everywhere I, I, we went. I believe you. I believe everywhere you. We like, went, I thought it was a,
0: I thought it was a little joke. I thought you guys were doing a bit, but no. Yeah, yeah, no, no. And I think Eddie
1: G uh, is spot on right here. If you look at Louisiana on a map, I mean, it is kind of
0: shaped like a toilet. You know, it's kind of got the whole thing So It, right it there. does have that smell. Like, I, I've been to New Orleans once. Um, it's got a little well, bit of a smell to it you know what I mean
1: well and I think a lot of it is wags because one of the things that, that Trey was talking about over there is when you think about the rules of Louisiana most people are fucked up most people are drunk the whole time so so that tends to help I mean I, I know when I miss the pot it's usually for that reason you know but it, it's kind of one of those things too when you wake up in the middle of the night and sometimes you go and you take a piss and it goes like that like a wishbone you know well, that's, you ever, after,
0: that's, that's after you have sex right like, I mean, after you have sex, it. it I don't, I'm not going to get technical about well, that, stuff. This isn't, this isn't the family anatomy channel or anything, but I, you know what I mean? Like, you know how you kind of have like a wild, yeah, what's that movie? Uh, um, You, Me, and Irene, where Jim Carrey <laughs> yeah, has yep. that wild night with Ronell Zellweger and then all of a sudden he just starts pissing and it goes past the damn mm-hmm. shower curtain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... Yep. That's what I'm talking about man
1: yeah well what happens sometimes too like like in the middle of the night if I'm dehydrated really? I'll, I'll go and, oh yeah yeah and it just goes everywhere like piss on the wall and all that it's like oh man it's late and, and see we've got in our bathroom <laughs> in in our master Are you bedroom in, 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 yeah in our master bedroom we have one of those things that you hang on the toilet that it, it's like a motion sensor where you walk in and it lights up the toilet have you ever seen those no, look, that's pretty handy. Yeah, that is look those on the Amazon. You can go cool. on there and you, you clip it on the end. It's like one of those uh toilet bowl deodorant things. You clip it on there, and when you walk in, when there's motion, it turns on and it lights up the bowl and it's different colors to, to, to help you to help you not miss the bowl. But sometimes sometimes you can't control it. It what just color goes. do you all go with? What what? What color do you all go with? I'm we put curious. it on random to, to where sometimes you walk in, it's blue. Sometimes you walk in, it's red. It's like a disco ball, Wags. Like a mood. And it'll change. It, it'll when you're change. red,
0: you wanna, you, you, you're pissed off. You're going to have a mean shit when you go in there and it's
1: red, huh? Yeah, that, that's a whole thing. I mean, you can set it. And, and if you stay in there long enough, depending what you're doing, depending what you're doing in the middle of the night, if you stay in there long enough, the color changes. The color changes. It's like a disco ball, dude. It's
0: like, um, yeah, yeah. What is this right here? What is this? Face, purple, wide eyes. Oh, uh, I, I
1: know what that is. I, you, I completely you, missed that. You, you, you came on. I, I, I'll show you what that is.
0: I oh, okay. will show you what that is. I, I've got to find it. I've got to find Thank it. You. But, Thank you very much. We'll get it there. Um, Guten Morgan to you as well. Uh, Longhorn bear. What's up CB. Good to see you. My guy. Thank you very much. Um, Mark, is that Mark Kellner or Marcy Kellner? Ooh. 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 It's a, it's like Mr. Marcy, Mom or Mr. Not Mr. Pop, not sure there. But, anyways, yeah. hello. Good morning. Um, we also got Michael C. Michael C in the house. What's going on there? Eddie G. Eddie G, good morning to Eddie, Eddie G and his, oh, What's up to everybody else out there that I haven't heard from this morning as well? Eddie everybody G. on that uh Coda text line. Yeah. Good Eddie morning. G, is that the guy that owns
1: uh, that, that fancy restaurant? Eddie G. Eddie G checking in. I think that's Eddie
0: V. I think that's what him. fancy restaurant are you talking about? Eddie V's. The Joe C- Mama. C- What's up, Ziddick? What's up, DZ? Oh, he's telling lies on here. All right. Here we go, Wags. He, he, here's uh-huh. what we're talking about with the purple hair. Hey, y'all.
2: It's Carla. I'm sitting outside this uh, McDonald's on Dorset. You know where. I ain't even got to say it. I got this voodoo doll of Charlene. I ordered it off eBay and I've been repeatedly punching it in the cooter just over and over again for what she done to me. And lo and behold, look who shows up. It's a goddamn ambulance this ambulance probably to pick up charlene i'm sitting here waiting to see charlene the real incarnate not the voodoo doll to come out on the stretcher complaining about intense cooter pain so voodoo works
0: So, where do you all find this stuff, and you, you, what, the, what why? Why
1: were we talking about Carla? So, so you missed the first part. Uh, okay, I, I, no, I've never, seen, I've seen, I know the, I know Carla. I've yeah. seen the one video of Carla. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what it was. I, I think that's her. I think that's her repaying uh, Charlene back for for um, whatever she did to her at at the at, at the McDoon Dunes. So, yeah, people, people, my friend, people. Lord have mercy. Oh, my God. All right,
0: let's talk. You want to talk a little sports here? Why?
1: (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to talk about cooters? You don't want to talk about voodoo? You don't want to talk Uh, about pissing? Uh, No, Um, voodoo magic?
0: No. It's only Um,
1: 18 minutes into the show, my man. I guess we probably should at this point. Yeah, we
0: should probably get into a little bit of sports content here. Um, Regardless, I don't... Didn't uh that's what it God. was. You got, one, all right, first off, do you eat the McRib? Hell yeah.
1: I love oh, those God. things, dude. I love oh, those
0: like, things. Like I'll, I'll get a double, I'll get a double cheeseburger. Sometimes I'll I'll spurge and get a, a double quarter pounder for McDonald's, but I don't oh, think man. I can go down to the McRib. Oh man. And, and I gotta tell you, for- uh, it was
1: uh, right after right after BK and Bucky played that first video of her. It was like two days before when I was sick, when I when I had to call in sick that day when I couldn't do the show, um, I wake up that night finally. And my wife comes home and she's like, hey, anything you want, let me know. That what, What's going to make you feel better? I said, can you run over to the McDonald's? I said, give me a McRib meal and get me the second one for a dollar because that, that's what that lady's pissed off about. And they don't have that deal anymore to where you could get, you bought the McRib meal, it was X amount of dollars, whatever it was. And, and then you got the extra McRib for a dollar and they don't do that anymore. And that's that's what she's pissed off about. By the way, By the way, people say
0: it's Orange High C that helps you out from McDonald's, not the McRib or the second McRib. My God, man. That's what they used to put in our damn MREs, man. What's up, Grant?
1: Oh, yeah. Hey, has anybody else noticed the price of a brown bag? The Sonic Brown bag special. I remember as a kid, that thing was like $6.99. Two burgers, two fries, two drinks. Dude, we wheel through. Ironically, a McDonald's drive through on the way home from Louisiana. There's a Sonic next door. That son of a bitch is $15.99. A brown bag special. Yeah.
0: I've Sonic. So I've I've been to Sonic like once or twice, and it was really only, I think the first time was to get one of those slushies, like the Icy's or whatnot. And then the other one, I wanted to get a classic Coney, like a, a good hot dog, right? But I got to tell you guys, um, I, I think I even put like a video up there for a rating of a Sonic hot dog before it. It's a seven, you know. I mean, it, it, there's nothing special about it. As a Matter of fact, it's it's um it's it's a boiled hot dog. You can taste exactly. the water in it, and exactly. I, can, I can't get down with that. I need a grilled hot dog. If I'm gonna have a classic Kony, it's got to be a grilled hot dog. It can't be any of this water boiled shit. It, you can't. You can you that you taste the flavor. You know, what I mean, it's just a different. Te- it's a different flavor of the hot dog when it's grilled and, and when it's uh when it's bro- boiled, man. It's it's fucking gross. As a matter of fact, when it's boiled, yeah, when when. When Dairy Queen, when the
1: Dairy Queen used to have their chili dogs, those were good because it, it was it was a it was not the weenie that you're talking about. The chili was chunky, the onions were all built in there. I mean, the stuff at Sonic nowadays, I mean, by the time you get that runny chili, the hot dog you're talking about, it is like boiled. By the time you eat all that, add some chili on there, I mean, the chili will give you the shits. The chili will give you curcio, as we say in Mexican. Because even when we all talk the about sports, it, it, it's all, it's all
0: running. You know what I'm saying? You will see it later. Same color in yeah. your toilet, in your toilet, man. Chili dogs and shit. That's the theme of the day with piss. A little bit of uh saturated piss as well. P- piss floors. All right. Let's talk about some football, man. We got to get into it. Yeah. You're going to get that on a Monday. I guess so. I guess so. All right. We, we, we got all the, <laughs> we got all the pee and poop talk out. We good
1: uh cooter voodoo we get from the Coda text line of 512-966
0: number cooter voodoo is what we're doing today right on i love it i love it well let's talk about legitimate chances we have one more week of regulation of football here uh pretty much pieces are, are laid out for our uh playoff landscape here but we do have an undecided nfc south now it's you know, coincidentally, we were just talking about the Saints with all the piss on the floor there in New Orleans. But I mean, will the hell? I mean, will they be able to capture the South away from what I thought was going to be the Baker-led Buccaneers? But it looks like things are starting to regress a little bit down there in Tampa. Who emerges out of the South here? And also, I'm, I'll I'll keep it open to the uh, Coda Text line as well as the YouTube chat channel as well. By the way, our man
1: checks in right there. You can get your chili cheese dogs at 7-Eleven. Absolutely. Proud sponsor. 7 Not only that. Yeah. You get your pizza. Well, you get that at Domino's too. that That's the beauty of this show. We have all the elements covered. Um, Wags, I think the thing about this is... I I thought that Tampa Bay was going to wrap this thing up, and now here we are. What I like about all these matchups is, I mean, even when you look at the East, you know, with with the Cowboys on the cusp of maybe winning the East, you you know, they're playing the Redskins or the Commanders, and then you've got the the Giants and the Eagles. I mean, these are all divisional matchups right here. Tampa Bay gets to play uh, the owner-throwing Tepper, uh, drink-throwing Panthers. So I think that, that, that won't even be a game. Yeah. So I think that's what's going to vault Tampa Bay into the playoffs. And I tell you what's going to be interesting if everything plays out the way that it's supposed to be, which that's the other interesting part, what's supposed to happen. Everything this year, it seems like what we think is supposed to happen doesn't happen. It seems like sometimes. So that would put Tampa Bay playing Philadelphia, Philadelphia on the road against Tampa Bay. But, um, if Tampa Bay doesn't win this division, this is kind of being handed to them right here. It's like I okay, think, I, I think so too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you, you get the Panthers. I mean, take there is a
0: scenario points. that the Falcons could get in somehow. Like yeah. uh, the Saints would have to lose to the Falcon. They would have to get the head-to-head victory over the Saints, and then the Panthers would have to beat the Buccaneers, and then somehow Arthur Smith and the Falcons get a ticket to the dance and we get to see Bijan make a playoff splash. Now, I don't think it's going to happen. And you can argue that the Falcons probably might have been one of the most disappointing teams for me, um, especially with all the offensive firepower and offensive talent that I thought they were going to have. Just unutilized. thats or, Or not utilized correctly. Uh, I won't say that Bijan Robinson wasn't used because I hell he had a pretty damn decent season in terms of rushing the ball. Um he just it, you know, in terms of of red zone threats, he was kind of non existent, uh, underutilized in yeah. the red zone. It usually, it went to Algier, and hell, and every time I, I feel like I turned on the TV and saw a long run, it was coming from Algier instead of Bijan Robinson. So I don't know if it's the running back coach there you know, at Atlanta, that's, you know, just picking, you know, different plays for, or, or, you know, running back selection for when, you know, different types of plays are called for different types of running backs or whatnot. I I, yeah. I don't know the deal there, but um, I do know one thing that I invested a lot in one Bajon Robinson for fantasy football and uh, only took down one championship this year. One championship. Well, and and, and I think a, second in, came in second and another, but yeah yeah
1: well you know we we've talked about it <clears throat> from time to time on here where where i think a lot of this is you know with arthur smith there with atlanta i don't think this was who he wanted to draft and and, and that's the the bad part about it is to where I, I don't know what he had in mind i don't know what he wanted but and that's why I say it's so imperative to where like we were talking about Chicago to where if you're going to make a change right there, if you're going to make a coaching change and, and you want to make a change in your quarterback and all of that, where uh, I think if you look at some of the best built NFL teams right now that, that take a little time to build, I mean, you have to. You have to have your, your GM and your head coach and all of those guys in place so they can go out and draft who they want. I mean, when you start inheriting people, kind of yeah, like college, and you
0: want the head coach wants his guys, right? Right,
1: right. That's a whole thing. Let, let that staff figure out who they want, even if it's the wrong decision. Which, but how do you not want how do, how do you not want
0: Bijan Robinson that's that, like, that that
1: that's what continues to baffle me, Wags, because blaring problem with Atlanta? They couldn't run the fucking ball. You didn't have a running back threat. Well, you have one now. You have one now, but I, I think that's where these guys are so fucking hard headed is, is to where well he wasn't the guy. He wasn't the guy I wanted. Somebody else made that decision. I mean, the owner or the blank maybe wanted that guy. So
0: I don't know, man. That's, that's I always a thought the ego problem thing, Atlanta man. Was their quarterback room. Yeah. Like I, I never thought they figured out their quarterback room. Even when Mary they brought Mariota in for a stint, um, I didn't think it was it, it I, I didn't even think it was you know, supplemented properly, uh, to be honest with you, when you bring in a Mariota, I mean, and then you bring in Ritter, and uh, yeah. just, uh, or, and then you bring in Heineke to try and supplement Heineke as well. It's, you're just putting Band Aid on, you know, on a laceration, on something worse than a laceration, like a gunshot wound or whatever. It's, I don't know, it's pretty, it's pretty damn bad, um, in terms of a quarterback play, uh, for Atlanta there. And maybe, I don't know, maybe they address that and stuff, t- you know, tends to open up a little bit more for Bajan Robinson. I'm, I'm not sure but it, it's hard for me to sit here and think that Arthur Smith drafted the wrong guy like and if you're in that position like why don't you trade out of it or or you know try and and move down in the draft or or move up in the draft I, I don't know I just don't get it man it's tough yeah yep. tough. and and here's a
1: here's something from Michael C the Cowboys will take Bijan yeah yeah absolutely uh, i want to ask you wag so so the other the other day when i heard the Dalvin Cook you know they had the mutual separation right there where this dude is back on the market where i think with the Cowboys I've said from day one. Fit. Yeah. Well, so I saw something this morning to where it's the Cowboys and the Ravens seem to be the the two teams that are locked in maybe uh, on this on this Dalvin Cook situation to get your get a playoff, dude. Get him in there to try to to ramp up your attack. I think it's a much better fit with the
0: Ravens. I, I mean, I, I, I that scares me that that you I think add it's a better fit for right. Dalvin Cook with the Ravens. Um, right. Right. But I think the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, you guys know this. I was big on Dalvin Cook going to the Dallas Cowboys uh, at the turn at the trade deadline here. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I or excuse me, um, before Dalvin Cook was right. getting ready to sign with uh, with the Jets, I thought, you know, maybe there's a really good chance that, uh, that Dallas could pick him up. Everybody was talking about getting, you know, Derrick Henry uh, mm-hmm. before the trade deadline. You know, Derrick Henry would be amazing, you know, with Dallas. You know, yeah, he would, but he would also need 20 carries, right? Dalvin mm-hmm. Cook doesn't need 20 carries to get going. Dalvin Cook, maybe 50, he could spell a uh, Tony Pollard, or that could be yeah. a 55 to 45 ratio split, right? Yep. Um, where Dalvin Cook might get up around 20 carries, you know, a, a game or two, but also Pollard would be able to use his speed, use his burst to get on the outside and, and capture the edge, right? I don't think he's getting worn down necessarily inside the tackles. I just people. I just think defenses have his speed down and have a good, I, I don't know. It felt like there was just a, a change of pace in terms of running the ball last year with Zeke and yeah. Tony Pollard, where that's kind of missing this year because they don't have that change of pace. It's, it's kind of the, all three backs are kind of the same speed, right? There's really no ground and pound or, or tough yardage inside the tackles there. Even though Pollard can get it, it's just not there. Um, yeah. Or the yeah. plays aren't being called to kind of show that it's there. Yeah. It, it, not being represented. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, you get Dalvin Cook in there. I think Dalvin Cook is a great one 2 punch. Look at what they were able to look at what Minnesota was able to do with um, with Madison and Dalvin Cook, too. Right. I think that same type of offense can be reciprocated or that backfield can kind of be reciprocated with a Pollard and Cook type of scenario and type of format.
1: And the other part of that, Wags, is if you get if you get Dalvin Cook, I mean, you're getting a relatively fresh Dalvin Cook. I mean, yes, he's, he's played,
0: he's been banged up in the past, yeah. but yeah, you're right, he's he's pretty damn fresh right now, man. Yeah, he, you're not you're too getting many him. up there for the Jets and and you know it, it happens also often when
1: when you get these guys you know that come available you know at this point to where um you know maybe they've been kind of suckish throughout the year or whatever but it's funny what happens when they go to a winning team it's funny what happens when you go to a to a playoff scenario where these guys come in and it's like oh shit you know what a resurgence huh. yeah
0: in a line um, like Dallas too like Dallas right. i mean i mean right. the jets the jets are building a formidable line but i mean uh, i can't even i can't even say that with a straight face it's not a good line no. um they're making some moves but it's still it's still a pretty bad line yeah the, the, they definitely need to go to that that's one of the
1: fixes that they need but but kind of back to the whole the whole uh synopsis of this Wags is man some of these matchups i mean we get some of these like lamar jackson's not playing this this weekend and and so forth totally get that i mean that that makes sense but he, he, i mean two weeks off for him i mean you get him two weeks fresh uh once they figure out who they're going to be playing next man but we've got some very intriguing matchups. I mean, you talk about the NFC South is still up for grabs. The AFC South is still up for grabs. I mean, that, that one's even more, I think up for grabs because the, those teams are locked in, you know, a little closer, closer than, than and they're all playing each other. That That's right. the other part of that, which is cool. The NFC right there, we talked about the NFC East. Who's going to win that? I mean, Philadelphia's kind of handed this to Dallas on a, on a silver platter. And it's like, as a Cowboy fan, it's like, okay, how are you going to fuck this up? I mean, th- there's really no way to do this, to mess this up. Washington, it would behoove them to lose this game. But but you know how that goes, they man. Don't, they won't. Uh, it, it, so it, um, it, it's going to be a fun week. It's going to be a fun week because some of the – Somehow
0: Washington will beat Dallas. I know. I know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's not. No, that's I, I, not I am on. not kidding.
1: Um, and I'll guarantee you one thing. Oh, yeah, people Dallas, really
0: believe that, right? I think Dallas is like, a, Dallas might be two touchdown favorites.
1: Dallas. Well, Dallas hold on, is gonna, hold, on,
3: hold on. Hold on. Hold on.
1: Hold on. Let me. Wax, Dallas is going to win this game, but I guarantee damn to you one thing. It may be like a three-point yeah. win. Dallas, Dallas point. is
0: favored by 13 points. Dallas yeah. is favored by almost two touchdowns.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I, I know my team.
0: They're not going to make it hey, easy. Hey, you know what? I'll I'll take I'll take that because <laughs> I know my – I just made two hundred bucks on betting on my team. Yeah. So hey, and then one of the other ones that I think is interesting, the
1: Bears and the Packers. So the Packers, all they need to do is win. I mean, win and you get yourself in. You'll be the seven seed. But did you see? Uh, well, Aaron Rodgers. I tell you, this dude never quits. He's over there. Uh, him and Jimmy Kimmel getting all crossed up on shit about uh Ep- the Epstein thing.
0: And then, what? what? Oh, you didn't hear about that part? Oh. Now, I'm not on social. I'm really not on social media that much anymore, man. I, so what I do for social media, I set up, I've had this thing called tweet deck to where it, allows oh, yeah. You to All of them scheduled yeah. tweets or whatever. Yeah. And then sometimes like when it's a live game or whatnot, I'll jump on and do live tweets there. Cause yeah, I just, I, I hate social media. I absolutely yeah. hate it. It's, it's trash. Me. Um, the only good thing about social media is the interactions that we get to do with mm-hmm. our our fans and listeners of Texas Sports yeah. Unfiltered. I, honestly, that is that is it. And to see like pictures of of your friends or whatnot from back yeah. home, if you if you're a transplant in a, in a different city or whatnot. Um, yeah. Other than that, social media is just absolute garbage. It's pr- propaganda. It's just nothing but but fake, fictitious bullshit, man. It is just nothing but but and it's nothing but wedges to drive you and, and make you. It's, it's hate. Hateful. Hateful. It's that's hate. all it is. It's just yeah. hate clout. That's it. A lot that's of why you stay the hell off of it. So apparently, I, and I look for athletes of the week. That's that's, well, that's le- just, legitimately that's, the only thing I do. That's the best place to find. Dawn them. Marie, by the way, guys. Dawn oh, Marie, yeah. gymnast. Yep. Gymnast. Um don't know what college she went to, but Dawn Marie, look her up. That's yeah. That's all I can yeah. say. I, I don't know. I, I, I still gotta get the Okay, um, to from the from the boss man of this site to see if we're going to be able to show Don Marie. That's how risque yeah. Don Marie is, but she's a gymnast. Yeah. I know damn well she's a gymnast. Yeah. Well, Aaron Rodgers. But... I mean, we can leave that for another time. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah really I, I don't. I don't really. So, what happened did. with me and Jimmy Kimmel?
1: Yeah. I am curious. So, so you know the Jeffrey Epstein, all of that mess. So apparently there were some documents or some testimony or something that came out with that whole Jeffrey Epstein case. And there there were a lot of names that were mentioned, uh former presidents and so forth. Can the list? Well, Aaron Rodgers goes on the Pat McAfee show and says, Well, Um, You know, kind of talking about that and mentions Jimmy Kimmel, implying that Jimmy Kimmel is going to be on that list of uh, known contacts or whatever the case is going to be. But
0: but there's no proof that Kimmel's actually on
1: the list. No, 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 no. Um, Jimmy Kimmel comes back at at Rogers and he's like, hey, asshole, you you know, you better shut up or we're going to be discussing this in court. I mean, ironically, the 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 weird thing about this is Pat McAfee show comes on ESPN now, know, which so is Disney owned with all that. But anyway, so so then Aaron Rodgers is talking about the matchup between the Packers and the Bears this weekend, and Aaron Rodgers comes and says, "Well, we've owned them. We, you're a Jet, bitch.
0: <laughs> what, what are you talking about?" So I, I mean, dude's got to be relevant. But anyway, I tell you, it, I mean, that's just Aaron Rodgers being Aaron Rodgers, right? That's it. That's He's got to stay relevant. Got to stay relevant, What's up, Joe. I like that. Yep. yep, right on, man. Um, yeah, it's still Joe. Thank you. Appreciate that. That's very kind. I'm still a little sour. <laughs> I'm yeah. still a little well, sour, man. Um, yep. but yeah, dude, I, I think the better team won that night for, for sure. sure. I, I sure. can't sit here and, and say that you know that Washington did not earn it. Um, 430 yards thrown through the air, you damn well. You know, you know they earned it with that with that stat line right there, man. That's uh, and also, you know, you got two two turnovers that you were able to take away from the Longhorns as well. Yeah, man, you you earned it, man. No sacks yep. allotted yep. to uh, or no sacks allowed on on Penix, Penix. Jr. Yeah, you earned it. Yep. Yep, and
1: let me Josh, tell you something, Joe, uh, being boots on the ground right there in Louisiana, I do want to commend you, I mean, not only on the win, but I want to commend uh, your fan base as well for being, I mean, that was a very classy fan base. Uh, you guys were great. I mean, there, there was some good, fun shit talk back and forth, but I got to tell you, I applaud you guys, uh, Washington, and I hope you get yourself a national championship because you deserve it.
0: Don Marie it. is a former yeah. female, mm-hmm. you know that for a fact, Double R? Mm-hmm. Yep, watched her. Yep. What?
1: Yeah. Yeah. She the, definitely the, is. Yeah. With the tattoos? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's her. That's that her. That's not
0: the same. That is not the same. Okay.
1: You need to you need to send me who you're thinking about because uh, uh, you know I, I tell you what we need to do with some of these athletes of the week is with volleyball. All these pictures of the volleyball players when they huddle, you know, like when when football players huddle, they just kind of stand there, right? I mean, every now and then you may have a dude kind of hang those when the volleyball players huddle, they're they're like touching each other's ass.
2: Come That's kind
1: of like what they're holding on. Seriously, look it up, my man. Look it up. I don't know if it happens with with UT, but um. look it up
0: (laughs) y'all y'all are crazy all right so one thing this dude right here has adhd so don't give me a task or a chore to do right now while we're doing a show because i have i have three screens pulled up here of nothing but stats and and you know news news snippets that i want to talk about you go you go and get me down a rabbit hole of looking for athletes of the week we're we're done i'm going to tell you right now the segment's over the show's done I, I'll be a mess. All right. So just stop. You guys know it. It's like how it's like when the substitute teacher comes into the room, right? You start asking, you know, a whole bunch of questions and everything, so you don't get on the damn agenda or curriculum. Yeah, just stop. All right. Don't do
1: my shoulder. Ow, my, my shoulder shoulder does me. hurt. I, just, I did
0: mess up my shoulder. It's been hurting for two shoulder. weeks,
3: man.
0: Y'all are a mess. Y'all are absolutely uh, a mess. Come on. Can we continue to talk about? football? I got some more football this, you know, talk I want to get out here before we get in to whatever else you want to get into the chaotic mess. Yeah, um, yeah. All right. What is the actual realization that Joe Flacco can take these brownies to the Super Bowl? Le- I mean, legit. Legit. Because everybody is writing, you know, writing off history right now, saying that the Ravens are going to represent the AFC. But Rodney, he's got better production from the quarterback play than than Watson has, than any other quarterback in the past what? He's got 13 touchdowns. He's got more touchdowns than half the NFL. Uh, and, you know, the, the biggest
1: X factor in all this, he's done it before. <laughs> I, I think Pedigree. And, seriously, I, I really think this is uh, it's something. I mean, we, we know, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson, kind of the knock on Lamar Jackson. Well, you know, this is kind of setting up again for that to where it's going to be. Seriously, the Browns scare me. A, a while back it was
0: like okay why not the browns why not the why can't the browns do it dude what what would happen you, you, if, you answer me why why can't the browns do it I, I totally think the browns can do it
1: um you know a, a few weeks ago i was thinking okay the bills are going to be the guys that are going to that are going to run the table right here they're going to get in i think i said it on here where they could be the ones to knock off baltimore but dude now, now i am totally on the cleveland browns man that that is a scary team that is a scary team right there. I mean, they they can go in. I mean, e- even if this game is in Baltimore in the cold and the snow or whatever, hell, it's that, right up the Browns' alley right there, dude. And this is this is like that hardworking, you, you know, regular Joe, you know, pardon the pun, regular Joe team right here that that's, that's going to go in. And and I would not be surprised at all, my man, if we see the Browns in the Super Bowl. They're, they're riding a wave right now with this dude. Everybody's bought in. That fan
0: base is fucking going crazy. And they, they deserve that, man. Not, Browns they, and they get, Cowboys in the Super Bowl. How crazy would that defense, be? The Browns got a defense that can stick with the Ravens, right? Like, not only they, can they play you tough, but they also have a secondary that can lock. I, I think they can lock up a little. Or I mean, It's tough to cover anybody for four seconds, Rodney. It just yeah. is, man. But I think that they can give Zay Flowers a little bit of the blanket coverage enough to take away, you know, other options for Lamar Jackson. It seems like Lamar Jackson, you know, if if he doesn't have uh, flowers, he usually hits likely on another crossing route or uh, crossing route or you know running back out of the backfield where he takes off. Um, I think the Cleveland Brown defense has the pieces in place to contain Lamar Jackson and actually knock off these Ravens. Uh, my question has only been, you know, do they have the offensive output to knock off any other? You know, tough, tenacious defensive squad, and it looks like that Joe. I can't believe I'm saying this. It looks like that Joe Flacco is is got is got the Browns in a winning way and winning form to make them have a deep run into the damn playoffs here. Right, right, and, and to what
1: JD's saying right here. No, I, I'm not, and I don't think Wags is either. I'm not saying that they're going to do it. What I'm saying is that in the AFC. They seem to be the best contender
0: right now to be no. able
1: to do it.
0: J.D., yeah, Jane, yeah you, please don't confuse what I'm, yeah. what I'm saying here, J.D. Yeah. I'm not saying that he's he's the MVP of the league. I'm saying that he has a chance to have the Browns beat the MVP of the league, like the Ravens and the championship-caliber Super Bowl that everybody's writing them off to be right now, the championship Super Bowl team. Um, yeah. Yeah the way that Joe Flacco is playing right now, absolutely, they can go in and beat the Ravens. And, and here's 100%. what it is. Here's and Joe Flacco is. can take a damn nap on the sideline. Right, and here's what it is with the
1: Browns. I mean, I don't think it's ever been a question of the of of the way the Browns are built. I mean, go back and look at this thing for the last couple of years when they added Deshaun Watson. It's like, okay, that's the piece they need right there. I mean, they they have all of this. I mean, they have all of this in place. It's just that Deshaun Watson couldn't get out of his own fucking way. No, I mean,
0: 100%. And and right. that's that's the thing too. Like Joe Flacco is giving them efficient football, and which which is ascending the Browns. But here's the one thing where the Ravens had the Browns, special teams. Absolutely. Uh, Wallace and the return game. And then also you got the, the greatest kicker in, in the history of the NFL, Justin Tucker. So yeah. Welcome yeah. Um, by it, the way. Uh, it, yeah. It just, like that's, and, and when we talk about the little things, right? Like little things are, is what usually makes doing the little things, right? Just allow the big things to happen naturally. And that's what makes championship caliber teams,
2: yeah. special
0: teams. People want to, you know, quantify, you know all phases of the game, and they want to you know reduce and minimize special teams. That doesn't happen on the Ravens. They they hold all three phases just as important as each other or, or as one another, man. And so and that shows on the field week in and week out. I think they do the little things right, and that's why the Ravens continue to be successful and at the top of the league. And that's so important. And I'm not a Ravens I mean, fan, guy. Like I'm from I'm I'm from that area, but I'm not a Ravens fan. But it's yeah. it's hard to not root for them, man. It really is. Yeah. I mean, I mean. So let's look at
1: let, let's say that 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 the playoff picture is set right now. You've got you got the Ravens with the bye. This is the AFC. Then you got the Colts at the Dolphins. Probably going to be the Dolphins. It's at home. Um, you got the Bills at the Chiefs. That matchup right there, it's like, I mean, what what are we getting from the Chiefs right now, Wags? I mean, because it, it's like, okay, there's a kink in the armor. Uh, they need to go back and retool a little bit. We're, we're seeing them very vulnerable. I mean, that that's one thing right there. Talking about uh, Mahomes has never been on the road. I'm not sure that they can beat the Bills at home. And then you would have the Browns at the Jaguars. And, I mean, I honestly think right now the Browns would just destroy those guys, even at home. I mean, the Browns, yeah. man... It's that dirty football that we talk about, man. And that's why I think that you get the Browns and the Ravens. You lock those guys up. That could be a whole lot of fun, my man. <laughs> that could be a whole lot of fun right there. That's I mean, good, yeah. That's that good old AFC North football that we talk about.
0: Sign me up. And, of course, the only way that you can watch all this football at one time is with audiovisual consultations. 512-255-8678. Since 1988, for 35 years, they've been setting the standard in audiovisual automation. Look them up on their website, avconsultations.com. You will get an idea of projects that you want if you see the gallery of projects that they've done over the past 35 years. And then you will have them come into your house and set up your dream home, right? Your dream theater, right? That's what I have downstairs. I have a dream theater system downstairs that we watch all of our movies on. And then up here right behind me, I got the sports layout, the sports kingdom in heaven right here for me. Four or two 4K televisions right behind me that I can watch every game so I don't have to miss a beat, not a beat at all. And then if I want to play video games while I'm watching football, all I got to do is just turn right around and play a little bit of a Street Fighter 2 or Mortal Kombat 2 as well. There's also... 12 games on there from Midway and Capcom. Audiovisual consultations can do it for you. 512-255-8678. That's avconsultations.com.
1: Absolutely. And again, we want to thank all of our travel partners that were a part of the uh, TSU uh, trek down to New Orleans. I mean, a lot of great folks uh, coming aboard. Of course, a lot of folks that, that have been a part of this uh, from the get go. All Step Beer, Covert B Bee Cave, talk about them all the time. Uh, Wags is just talking about uh, Tama K AV Consultations. Good stock, the butcher shop right out here my way. I'm actually going to go see them. Probably tomorrow, I want to get myself some weekend stuff for all this great football that's coming up. Cover three, Hoops ATX, Texas Orthopedics, Pest Wranglers, Hayes City Store and Ice House. Of course, Brian Hummel, Realtor.com, HummelRealtor.com, Lake Creek, Lake Cliff Golf Club, uh, Leaf Landscape Company, Uh, Domino's. Domino's coming aboard. Don't forget the new pepperoni stuffed crust pizza bread is now on the menu at Domino's. It's the perfect mouthwatering side for movie nights, Longhorn game night, now that we're into basketball, or when you're craving something melty, cheesy, and pepperoni. So try that stuffed pepperoni, pepperoni stuffed cheesy bread next time. uh, And don't forget. You can track that order right there. Use the Domino's app. It is all good to go right there. And, of course, got to talk about my man, More Clean, Central Texas Premier Street Sweeping Construction, Sweeping and Erosion Control Company, covering territory all the way from Waco down to San Antonio. They need to head to Louisiana, clean up some of those piss-stained floors but they're headquartered right here in Round Rock. Check them out at morecleantexas.com or 512-775-1918. They will take care of your street sweeping, patio, deck cleaning, all of that. They will get you done. They're also very active in the community. Jose and the great uh, family-owned business right there, involved in football, basketball, extracurricular activities, theater, all of it. They've been doing it for a long time. It's one thing to be clean, but I'll tell you, it's better to be more clean. Morecleantexas.com Great stuff right there with our travel partners Hey, look who's checking in
0: right here That's what I'm talking about, man Tell five friends like Harge does all the time I say it every damn day, Harge I that's shout right. I shout you out every damn day, man We miss you, brother We miss that's you Doing man. great things over there at the Zone, man Yes, sir Him and Salty, man Make sure you guys are tuning in before uh, Of course, before Bucky and BK I love how they're on before Bucky and BK, too <laughs> Yeah, that's right That's
1: right that's right. Good stuff so, right there from our man. That's what I'm Mike. talking about, man. Hard.
0: Good to see you. Hope you had a happy holiday, brother. Absolutely, Absolutely. you betcha. It's tough. It's tough that I don't get to know if you're gonna be with the piano anymore, my guy. That's no. the thing. Yeah, I don't know if you're gonna show up with the piano anymore. Well, I know you're not showing up anymore. I know we're gonna get Jeff Howe and Jordan. It's only gonna be an hour, but I'm not no piano. I need my piano,
1: man. Every every All time right. I see, because I, I get alerts, it's like it's like Harge is live, you, you know, or whatever. So I click on there to see his background, but hell, now he's like. Now he's got all this cushion and shit behind him. Like yeah, I all, that sound,
0: all the sound barrier shit. Yeah. So it's yeah. nice and pretty or whatnot. All right. So Good let's dude. talk about a realization. All right. So what is the actual reality that the Ike what's going on? Ike, thank you so much, my brother. Um, what's the actual reality that the Texans can get in here? Cause they need some help from Tennessee as well. Right. They need Tennessee to beat the Jaguars and then yeah. they got to take care of business at home against, or excuse me, they got to take care of business on the road against the Colts. Um, you got you got C.J. Stroud back. Um, he's missing his weapons, though. You'd love to have Tank Dell back there, but how much do you think D'Amico, Ryan and company make this a ground and pound and a pretty much running back by committee Effort for Singletary and Pierce to get going. Who Pierce, by the way, Pierce has looked pretty decent the past couple of weeks. You know, got going a little bit on the special teams a little bit. You'd like to sprinkle him in there. Take a little bit more of that pressure off of C.J. Stroud because he doesn't have his weapons. But how effective do you think they'll be going with the ground and pound here? And they're going to have you,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you really have to. And this this is where, you know, you get Stroud back. And and this is where, if to me, D'Amico Ryan should be NFL coach of the year. I mean, simply for the fact that, that the spot he was thrown into here, what he's done with this rookie quarterback, even if they miss the playoff wags. Uh, if they miss the playoffs, I mean, how can you not look at the
0: Texans? I had the Texans at four wins, man. Dude, I, me, le- legit. I, that's not that's not a slap in the face, Adam. I, no. I said rookie quarterback, not low, very low expectations, new head coach, just like you were describing. I had four wins. And exactly like we've been talking about with the Texas football
1: team that they've come through different things. I mean, with the injuries to Stroud, I mean, you have a lot of guys that have gone down. I mean, you're arguably your best receiver has been on the shelf here for what, four or five weeks. And, and you haven't had that dude. So, I mean, if he's not the coach of the year, he better damn well be one a or co-coach of the year, but, I think this is where it's going to be going into to Indianapolis cuz Indianapolis is still sitting there as well. Anybody can win the South. It's right. like a coin flip but you need a four-headed coin at this point. But to go in there this right here it's going to be Saturday night. You know it's going to be a primetime game there at 7:15. So to see how he mentally prepares this very young football team to go in there that they can't worry about what's going on with anybody else. Can't worry about the Titans. Can't worry about the Jags. You have to focus on the Colts to see how he prepares them for this, to see how he programs that rookie quarterback and and has that defense ready to go for the task at hand because you can't control any any of the other shit. You know, you can't watch a scoreboard and be worried about all of that. You just have to go in. Yeah. If if
0: the Titans take care of business, they take care of business, but like 100%, you got to take care of what's, uh, what your business is. What's right in front of you. And I
1: think, I mean, if anything, win, lose or draw, well, you can't draw, but win or lose, get in the playoffs or not. I I think what, what I want to see from the Texans, I want to go in. I want them to go into Indianapolis and finish off the season. Finish off the season with a sprint. I had a I had a head football coach years ago that would tell me, "I don't give a shit if we're ahead by fifty or we're down by fifty. You finish with a sprint, and that's what I want to see from the Texans. Where they kind of they kind of book in this season because nobody saw this coming. Like you said, I mean, I, I think I had four wins. It is what I had penciled in for them, but shit, here they are. They have a chance to win the AFC South and get in the playoffs. Pretty damn impressive, in my opinion.
0: Always a uh- I always said if you didn't puke when you were going across the finish line, you didn't really run the damn race. So <laughs> that's a bit extreme, but I mean, yeah, like I don't Of course I had to to... when I when yeah. I when I run a three mile run, like for the for the Marine Corps test or whatnot, like for our PFT, we had to run three miles and at the end of the three miles, man, I was dead. I was yeah. done. I was done. I'm, I'm puking. Uh it doesn't matter how fast I'm running. I'm not sprinting to the end of it. I'm, I'm just gonna puke. Probably because I was hung over the night before or whatnot. anyways, man, Tends to help. That tends to help. help. Um, So I don't see the Texans struggling that much defensively against the Colts. Um, Menchu, I I like Menchu. I think, you know, he's a quarterback. He's a fun quarterback to root for. Um, But the Texans have been pretty solid on defense throughout the campaign. Um, Pedestrian, you know, middle of the pack. Uh, They got some things to clean up, sure. Um, but still, you know, they're a, they're a decent team. They're a team that can that can pretty much shut down, I, I, or I feel they can shut down anything that the Colts throw at them. Uh, You've seen, you know, you talked about Damon Pierce um, starting to come alive for, you know, the Texans. Well, uh, Anthony Pierce on the other side for the Colts is starting to come alive a little bit. So they found... Be no right way. back, Max. Go ahead, do, do what you need. Um the Colts have found a little bit more weapons than just Michael Pittman uh they've been able to, to sprinkle a little bit of Pierce in the factor there and then of course you know they they haven't had the best type of running success that they've had that in in past years with Jonathan Taylor so and i you know i still think you know they still have a, a little bit of uh um injuries in the backfield there i think Matt Moss is still uh heading that show up and you know most of the time even though Taylor came back i still think Moss is getting uh most of the production there i haven't really watched the Colts too much, Um, you know, just seeing a little bit of sprinkles here and there, but uh, I do think that the Texans have the defense pretty much in place to take away most of, I guess, the threats of uh, the Indianapolis Colts. Like I said, I like Menchu. I think he's a formidable quarterback, but I don't think that the Colts get past the Texans here. Um, And like Rodney was talking about a little bit, it doesn't matter what the Titans do. Um, You got to take care of business on on Saturday. Uh if you do that, then you you can become a fan and just hope that the Texans are able to take down the Jaguars, who have not been looking good uh as of late here. Um yeah. Jaguars just can't seem to find a consistent uh running, you know, uh running game or you know, week in, week out. You know, you'd think that maybe with ETN they'd start to get going there, start to get cooking. But also you gotta look at the, you know I guess the the health of or the physical health of Trevor Lawrence. How banged up is is he really? Yeah. Um it's got multiple injuries right now, man. So uh, it just keeps you know, you know adding up for for Trevor Lawrence there, and how much can he maintain or sustain rather until he actually breaks? So yeah, yeah. Um, I, again, the Jack, and of course we know that the any any football team really rides on you know the success with their quarterback. So yeah. Um, hey, Jack- Jacksonville, I don't, I don't think Jacksonville wins on Sunday. I think the Tennessee Titans take care of business there. And also on Saturday, I think the Texans win and get in. So or it'll be the, the start of getting in. Like we'll find out for sure on Sunday. But yeah, after this week, I think you'll see the Houston Texans emerge victorious as the AFC champions.
1: Yeah, and it, you know, like like I said, I mean, it, it's just it's impressive that they're in this position. I mean, the the simple fact that 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 the Texans have played their way in right here with everything they've been up against. And, and this is and I'm just talking about once the season started and we realized this team was a little bit better than we thought they were going to be. I mean, the fact that they put the surprise t- for sure. Yeah, 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 definitely. Big, it, big it, surprise it, has been the
0: Browns, I would say.
1: Yeah, yeah, same thing. Uh, I mean, that, that's the whole thing when you look at this. Uh, I mean, just the NFL season with what we're, what we're, you know. I mean, let, let's take a look at this weekend going in. So I, I found this from uh, Shifty Schefter um, on Twitter. Uh, these these are the confirmed. These are confirmed Week 18 starting quarterbacks in the NFL: Blaine Gabbert, Jeff Driscoll, Carson Wentz, Nick Mullins, Trevor Simeon, Easton Stick, Tyrod Taylor, Sam Howell, Mason Rudolph, and Jared Stidham. Those are God, right? I mean, you're you're a bad week. It's gonna be a bad week of football, guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, Oh, that Pittsburgh thing is getting getting kind of messy over there. It's kind of weird with Mike Tomlin. You know, where where you've got Mason Rudolph. I I thought they should have been going with Mason Rudolph the whole fucking time, to be honest with you. But now you've got the whole mess over there. Um, I, I, you thought Rudolph was Gerd trebisky Trubisky? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I really did. I really did. I mean, more familiar with the system. And, okay. of course, now you've got uh, everything with Kenny Pickett, apparently, th- that didn't dress last week. And now he's saying, well, I wasn't medically cleared. He didn't want to be QB2, but he will be QB2 this week. Um, this is, for me, with Pittsburgh, yeah, they're going to have a winning season. But it's very weird right now that you have, like, a soap opera in Pittsburgh. That never happens,
0: especially with Mike Tomlin. So, um, I don't know. I, I feel like Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown. I feel like you know Ben Roethlisberger. I feel like there's been some soap problems. maybe not on the field or in the locker room, not so interworking. Yeah, yeah, right.
1: yeah, yeah. Not 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 team disconnection, which it seems like we're having right now. Wags, we got to talk about before we get out of here. Um, possibly the most, the best game of the weekend is going to be. The Sunday night seven o'clock game at 725 uh, Sunday night football with uh, Carrie Underwood. You've got the NFC or the AFC East championship game as the Buffalo Bills go on the road to take on the high flying Miami Dolphins.
0: There you go. Winner takes all right there. How about that? Um, Give me the surprise upset here. Give me the bills here. Um, I, even though the bills are actually favored, but. Give me, give me the Bills here. I, I like the Bills. Um, I think Miami is starting to play bad football at the worst time possible, right? Uh, I agree. I, I've said this over the past year or over the past season. I don't think Tua is the greatest quarterback that everybody is making him out to be. Um, He still makes terrible throws into triple coverage. I, I've said that. I feel like I'm, I've been a broken record saying that and you thought maybe he'd be able to clean that up, but no, he just did it last week. Um, it's kind of tough for me, especially with Mostert going out too. Um, A-Chain seems to be injury prone from now and then, but they got speed. They absolutely have speed. Oh, yeah. I don't know if they have the actual... I, I, I have Josh Allen as a better quarterback than... Than to a tongue of um, I like the bills here. Um, apparently, so do uh, so does the nation here, and so does the you know the people in the desert. Bills are favored by three. Um, yeah, I was gonna call wrong team favored, but uh, because I thought mm-hmm. that the bills would actually not be favored going into this, I thought the fish would be favored. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think the bills actually emerge victorious here and hoist up that AFC championship. Would you be surprised? No, not at all. And, and I think, uh, you
1: know, Sean McDermott. They, they made the change there. Um, was it Ken Dorsey? I mean, Ken Dorsey was the OC, so he he's gone. Um, do you that was the problem? Do you actually
0: think Ken Dorsey was the problem? I think so. I really. don't. I think it was. I. Josh Allen's. You can't put the blame on Ken Dorsey for how Josh Allen was playing in the first half of football or in the first half of the season. Sure, he can call the the plays and the schemes, and maybe putting Allen into a bad position, but you think that Allen pretty much has a good concept of the offense to where he doesn't have a restriction or or being restricted by Ken Dorsey, and that's well, what's holding him back, right? I don't know. It's just, it's hard for me. It's hard for me to put blame on another man. It just yeah. it it truly is. I, I just think that that Joe Brady is utilizing
1: the skill set better. Okay. I think it seems like uh, uh, implementing a better offensive game plan. I mean, not not that we know was,
0: we know the we know the guru of play calling and an and offensive mindset that Joe Brady is. That's the whole thing. I mean, you, you kind of look at the style a little bit
1: right there. I mean, it's a little bit like his prized uh, possession, uh, you, you know, that he had there. So 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 I like that. and And I think that's been
0: I can't blame uh, the interceptions on Ken Dorsey.
1: That well, that's that's very true, and, and I mean that that's a whole thing. When when you go in, it's um you you can't change the mindset, you can't change the tendencies of these guys because it, it that you can't change. But I think with this game right here, I mean, I think you get a Buffalo team that McDermott's going to get these dudes. Yes, yes, absolutely. That dude wins the Super Bowl hands down uh, uh, with right with that right there. But I think you do. You get a Buffalo team that goes in there. Wags, they might miss the playoffs if they lose. So they better fucking go win. And, and I think they go in as the gritty, ugly Buffalo team, and they'll shut this offense down because I, I'm with you. I mean, Tua Tonga does some really good things, but I,
0: I'm just not. Rodney, he but just not told. Like, everybody says it, man, and I'm and I'm sorry to be to be the one that that repeats it. And I'm sure Tua's you know, sick of hearing it because two is an NFL quarterback. I'm not going to take that away from him, but he does benefit from having the two fastest wide receivers in the league, man. He just, yeah. he does. It'd be, you'd be foolish to not say that he doesn't benefit from them. Right. That's just illogical. Um, I don't I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm over the two. I'm over the two is, is MVP talk. I'm I'm just, I, I am. He's not an MVP quarterback to me. He well, might be, and, and, he, and he's got good. inflated numbers because he has two of the best, Wide receivers in the damn league, or two of the fastest wide receivers in the damn league, and and this running game of Miami. I mean, look
1: how great it's been. I mean that that thing, uh, that thing. Yeah, came alive. can
0: scheme, right? McDaniel sure, absolutely.
1: good. Absolutely, they look like a very complete football team until they play the good teams. Although they beat Dallas, but but I mean, you go back and you look at that, and that's you know, you and I talked about that where it was going to be Miami and Dallas. It was like, okay, one of them is going to beat a good team. Somebody has to do it, but but still, you know that I mean, that didn't sell me. That didn't sell me on 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 Miami. I, I really think that they go in,
0: um, they get in the playoffs.
1: Uh, mean, I, I, I got a couple of questions.
0: I got a couple questions to ask you. I know we're running out of time, man, but I I want to tease. I want to tease our listeners and Texas sports unfiltered with this before we get out of here. Um, the, the Panthers, the Panthers pick for the bears. How do you like, do you take How do you take Caleb Williams? That's my question. How do you take Caleb Williams with Justin Fields playing the way that he's been playing the pick with the Panthers? Do you trade that down? Do you trade out of that? You know, yes. or, or or look for look for you know a team that needs a quarterback right off the rip to to get up in there, or do you look to trade down a little bit to to maybe acquire uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. and then go get a um God go who's the who's the tackle Ah shit, it's gonna it's well, gonna bug me. Gonna bust well, I think up. the
1: whole thing is the the, the team I, I think the team that, that may really want to jump out and work with them is the is the commanders is the football team because I, I think those guys are probably salivating right now thinking that maybe we get Caleb Williams if Chicago decides to roll with Justin Fields but that's where that's where Chicago's got to get all their shit in order and figure out what they want to do and and figure out what they're going to do with 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 the coaching staff I think that's really important for them because if they're going to piecemeal this thing together, um, if you're keeping the coaching staff, I think they keep fields. Um, I think you should keep fields. And again, Wags, and I know I see the guys in, in the in the, in the fashion, studio. Fashion,
0: new and Alt are the tackles that I was talking about. I think the move for the Bears right now is to trade out of that, go down and get Marvin Harrison Jr., and then on their next pick, go get fast, new and Alt. Yeah. That's – Yeah. I think that's what they that's need to do. Life. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll discuss yeah. more about that yeah. tomorrow yeah. We'll, as uh, we get into we'll it. Why, why wouldn't you take? What's up, just Chris? Marvin, What's up, Jeff?
3: Why wouldn't you just go on? Harrison at one.
0: Because I think you can get more of the draft. I don't think Marvin Harrison is going to go at one. I think you can actually get Marvin Harrison at three if somebody's willing to go up and and get there. Do you think Marvin Harrison? You think somebody's going to jump up and take Marvin Harrison at one?
3: I mean, if you're the Bears, if you're the Bears, you can do that because unless unless you can. When it comes to quarterbacks, you can fleece teams real easy. Uh that's what I'm saying. saying uh, like the who's, way, who's, who's the who's
0: the team that needs a quarterback to get up in yeah. there right there? Or can you trade down maybe to get to three or four and still take Harrison?
3: Yeah, by the way, Chris Dukes is a uh, Chris is a college football editor, CBS So Chris is uh Chris, we've been friends for what, 25, 30 years, something like that. Yeah, give her
1: so. give or take a year or two, somewhere in that range.
3: <laughs> uh Chris and I have done this in playing Madden many a times. Away, you can just package a bunch, you know, package a couple garbage players yep. and, and get picks. But uh, no, you can really fleece a team when it comes to quarterbacks. I mean, we see teams make bad quarterback trades all the time, man. Uh, yeah, the Panthers obviously just did it to move to get Bryce Young. Uh, the, the team formerly known as the Redskins did it when they moved it to get RG3. I mean, just, just Trey Lance, really- as good as Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch have been. That's a that's an awful trade. The only thing, the only thing that is saving them is they've got Brock Purdy in the same draft. Right. So right. you know, you can you can flee somebody. But if you're the Bears, if you don't get any suitors, man, dude, and, and you believe in Justin Fields, go get him one of the best receivers we've come out seen come out of college in I don't know, 10, 15, 20 years, right. whatever it is. He is he is off,
1: solidified the best wide receiver. I think they need to build build around that guy. I mean off that, the top that's of your of head. Problem. Off the top of your head, who was the last receiver to go number one overall? Keyshawn Johnson,
0: yeah, that's the oh, wow. that's the last dude. That's yeah. the, from USC. Yeah. yeah, that's the last dude. Is he really?
3: I just uh, I Mike just was, that was, that was Mike
0: there. Williams. What was Mike Williams
3: a first rounder? God no. If the Lions would have had the first pick, though, they would have taken receiver. Right. They had the first
1: three picks. They had gone all receiver back. Then. Right.
3: All Roy Williams, Mike Williams, <laughs> or uh, Mike Williams,
0: Roy Williams, all of them, man. Yep. anyways dude, guys, dude. I got to get out of here. Get ready for yeah. the next job. Hey, Chris, right. good to see you again. uh Jeff. Guys, can't wait to hear y'all kick off the show, man. Rodney, always a pleasure, my guy. See you
1: tomorrow. Give it hell, man. Uh,